0: The strategies and concepts discussed are for educational purposes only and do not represent specific investment tax or estate planning advice. Investing carries an inherent element of risk and it is in everyone's best interest to consult tax, legal, or an investment professional. John Cyndia is an investment advisor representative of and advisory services are offered through USA Financial Securities, member FINRA SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Life Stages Advisory, Dean, and Remington are not affiliated with USA Financial Securities. Welcome to the 31st episode of WTF, Wealth, Tax, and Finances. I'm your host, John Cindia, Certified Public Accountant, Personal Financial Specialist. And uh, today what we're going to do, I've got Rem in here with me. Hello. And Dean's behind the cameras today. How you doing? And what we're going to do is sort of put together a lot of these uh, disclosures, Uh, protections, regulations that are out there that you hear on the beginning of each one of these uh, videos or podcasts that we do. And there's a lot of uh, industry jargon and stuff and I wanna sort of break that down. And um, Rem's going to ask me a few of these and then I'm gonna get into it and put these things together. Because there's regulations that we have to follow. That sort of hog ties us at some point, but we have to get through those for compliance purposes and it's also for the good of the investor. And once you start layering these things on uh, the uh, state regulations, the uh, federal regulations, uh, the insurance regulations, the securities regulations when you start getting all of these in, it gets very confusing and nobody really knows how to. Um, Uh, Sort of navigate where we're going and what somebody tells you that they can do for you. What does that guarantee? How does that help you? And what type of a uh, position does that put you into? So, uh, Rem, I know you had a few questions and stuff. Yeah, I've heard you. uh, You every episode you you mentioned like FDIC, the CIPIC, the um, SEC, the Finra, all that, all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. And you've probably said a thousand times now, and I have no idea what any of that means, so if you could <laughs> just one by one go through those, uh, maybe like the FID, F, FDIC, see, I don't even know what they are. <laughs> sure, because uh, I was talking to my wife last night, and she had mentioned something along this line, too, so I thought, well, let's put an episode together, it's our 31st episode, um, what we want to do is, you know, get some love into us here at the beginning, I want everybody to stick around for all of these toward the end, don't know how many of you are. But, um, you know, we want to try and get the, uh, some more love in here. Uh, we want the, um, the numbers to go up. Um, we just want uh, suggestions from you because we want to make this for you and informative and something that's going to be able to help you on each and every episode. So if you can do that, that would be appreciated. So we're uh, in the process of getting all of these The podcast, the videos, everything is going to be uh, unified. We were just talking about some artwork. We're going to put some uh, background in here, some T-shirts, liven it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah, (laughs) You know, we're gonna. It's going to be that. uh, Give us some input as far as uh, the logos that you'd like to see, something like that, because we got to get this uh, uh, participation, you know, coming in here. Uh, you saw our colors, you saw everything else. We were tossing around. Do we want lettering like uh, WWE? You know, it's we're like gonna have, uh, going to have. Yeah, exactly. You know, Triple H will come back out of retirement <laughs> and then do something like that. So, anyway, okay, so let's get started. Uh, FDIC, Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation. Everybody sees that when you go into the bank, okay? Uh, there's a $250,000 limit on an individual. You can. As long as uh, the two individuals uh, like on a joint basis have their names there uh, each can have $250,000 of guarantee so it's half a million other than that every account whether it's a trust account an IRA uh, checking account savings account if it's got your name on it it's limited to $250,000 and it's per registration so, if I go in and put John Cindia on, it's $250,000. If I go and say John Cindia IRA, another $250,000. If I go in and say John and Kathy Cindia joint account, that's $250 each. We can go to the same bank and have a million dollars that's protected, okay? So, uh, when you uh, take that into consideration, because we've got some people that have IRAs in 15 different banks, okay? And uh, they might have 250000 and. in one bank then they got it in another and it's like hey you know um you can put these accounts a little bit differently and uh if whether they're iras or joint accounts or whatever but they might have one account in several different banks so you're you're saying that like there's absolutely no limit to how many of these you can come up with at all well you could even have like a trust account if i've got a trust account and my wife's got a trust account there's another one each of us have separate checking accounts um You're in there, and as long as it's under that registration of that one individual, then you've got a $250,000 limit to it. Um, So watch the the different types of registration, IRAs, individual accounts, trust accounts. And uh, let's see, uh, SIPC, at the end on the disclosures, or I guess it's at the beginning, on the disclosures, uh, you'll hear me say um, about FINRA and SIPC. Well, SIPC is a Securities Investors Protection Corporation, okay? And what they do is um, they monitor brokerage companies like uh, the ones you'd be familiar with, um, you know, like um, Merrill Lynch, uh, Morgan Stanley, uh, USA that I work with. Uh, all of those brokerages are over. Uh, seen by uh, SIPC. And if there is one that goes bad or there is something on a bankruptcy side, then they step in and they make sure that the people who are investing in their accounts uh, don't lose any money. Now, these are guaranteed at different levels, $250,000 of cash, up to $500,000 per account. So it's similar to the FDIC, but they are not FDIC-backed, so it's uh, backed by uh, the Securities Investors Protection Corporation. So um, you, you do have that protection in there. Now, keep in mind, as we're getting in here, you're seeing that these are protections for your amounts of money. We'll get into the different levels here that will start protecting against the individual you're working with, uh, like myself as a rep, and, and how you can be protected on that. Uh, The Securities and Exchange Commission is another one. And what they do, they oversee that the markets are efficient. Uh, They make all the laws, the regulations, and the rules that someone like me, who has a Securities and Insurance Licensing, uh, and and I'm an RIA, which I'll get into that in a minute too, but you have all these different licensings. So uh, the SEC regulates all of those. So we've got rules that we have to watch uh, because of that. So uh, they, they consider them the investor's advocate, okay, because they're putting these rules out and enforcing those at different levels. And then the FINRA is the financial industry um, uh, association that actually oversees, they regulate education and the registration of someone like myself. So I take a securities, um, securities exam and they're the ones who monitor that so it's it's over a national situation um, so it isn't regulated by state so if I take um, a a series 6 exam in Ohio it's still good for Texas or wherever I may have to get registered to do business in that state but it's a national designation okay from that standpoint and uh, there's about 5,000 firms that they watch over and about 675,000 reps across the country that uh, they actually uh, monitor and, and, and watch. So we've got three or four different layers here. Uh, you also have the NAIC, which is the National Association of Insurance Commissioners. And uh, all of those, every state has their own insurance commission. So they have a national body, but they are all directed per state level. So if I have my uh, home state of Ohio and I have my insurance license here, I have to go, I cannot do any business in another state until I get a non-resident license. Okay. So I've got several different states. We've got North Carolina, uh, Pennsylvania, uh, Alabama. Oh God, Arizona, Florida. So I've got the other states that are non-resident. Ohio is my main one that's uh, for the resident license. And because of that, then I can get these other non-resident licenses. So these are all the different uh, regulatory bodies that have to be coordinated. And that is mainly done through my broker dealer at USA Financial. So uh, they make sure that uh, I'm not doing anything you know unethical illegal whatever so we've got all these things to do then there's someone like myself that you know I've got my insurance licenses okay so I've got a lot of state regulatory uh, issues that I have to um, deal with the securities then on the other side I've got my six seven uh, my sixty three six is allowing you to do uh, like mutual funds and then they marry that with a uh, an insurance license and now you can do a variable annuity OK, so there's a lot of things like that. We're not going to get into that today, uh, but we're, the different types of licenses. Uh, seven is a general securities license, allows me to deal with stocks you know, and bonds and things. Um, the Series 6, even though I started with that as a mutual fund, the Series 7 basically superseded that. Um, I've got uh, 24, which is a principal's license. Um, I could be a supervisor and watch what some other reps do some things like that. 65, I had mentioned RIA. It's not an IRA. Uh, An RIA is a registered investment advisor. Each state can control those um, at a state level. If you get over, I believe right now it's 100 million, uh, then the uh, SEC takes over, okay? So the larger you get, then you've got, you're going back in from state to federal um, uh, issues again. And uh, then I'm also a CPA. So uh, I'm a CPA in Ohio. I have my license in North Carolina and Florida. So I've got reciprocity in those states, but I actually have my license there too. What does the CPA stand for again? Certified Public Accountant. So when I say that at the beginning, that is, um, we we have a tax practice, we do a lot of tax planning, but when we do the investments, we also make sure that we try and structure things uh, from a tax sensitive perspective uh, and make sure that if you have an individual account, what types of investments are we actually holding in those accounts that are tax efficient and then uh, what can we do to possibly save on taxes uh, if we do a little bit of tax planning and maybe have a 401k you have an ira whatever okay and uh so while i have uh i've got continuing continuing education for my cpa every year 40 uh, minimum uh, the securities, uh, the insurance licensing is another 12 every year. Uh, then I've got uh, the securities that we have to deal with. There's about 15 to 20 different areas uh, at the beginning of January we have to deal with. Um, and it can um, you know, it can include everything from um, how to deal, Uh, with a stock, uh, updates on insurance. Uh, What's the latest thing in regulatory issues that we have to be aware of? And a lot of the other issues are coming through is as of June 30th, there is what they call, and you may have heard it over the last year or so, uh, our broker dealer and all of our uh, advisors have been dealing with it, that it's called reg bi in its best interest of the uh investor and what is there now is just another layer of regulation that we have to deal with which i have no problem dealing with and i think what you have to do is look through all of these because um supposedly bernie madoff had some of these licenses okay and was dealing with a lot of these uh agencies so you know You have to get back down to if it's too good to be true, it probably is. And, you know, look through that person that you're trying to deal with. And if you don't feel comfortable, there's plenty of people out there to, you know, to do uh, work with. But the more licensing and the more certifications you have, you can see where this stacking goes and that, like someone like me, if I have, if I have a misstep, I could lose my CPA license. Okay, so I've got that to balance with my uh, insurance license, with my securities licenses throughout different states. Some states are a little bit uh, harsher on regulations. New Jersey, uh, New York, California uh, are always up there in the top. That uh, they always have a different uh, slant to how they want uh, things to be done. Not bad. Not good, whatever it's just the way that they have it, and it's regulated by that state so there's so many different ways to uh, uh, to have something happen that um, is not intentional. you know we're not selling stuff we're solving problems and making you know coming up with solutions to things. so when we ask you and we have questions, you have to give us truthful answers, and you have to give us full complete history of what you got. It's like, well, I'm not telling them I got 300,000 over here in in my other bank account and then I've got three brokers, too. It's like that's insane. That's not diversification. You know, that is uh some people will say, oh, "I I just don't trust that guy." Well, if you don't trust that guy, don't work with him. Right. So I'm going to keep a third of my money with a guy I don't trust and I'm going to turn around and get two other ones that one I trust a little bit and the other one's pretty good. Well, maybe you ought to just consolidate everything, go to the one that's pretty good because what we normally see is about a 70 to 80% overlap on the same types of investments. So when you think you're going to diversify, having three brokers isn't diversifying. You've got the same type of investments because neither one of those guys are talking to each other. And then you've got somebody like me that sees that we prepare tax return and we see somebody that we haven't dealt with and they've got three brokers, and could they be a new client? And then they go, well, I just don't wanna deal with that. Well, I don't wanna deal with someone like you that's that (laughs) close-minded either, so just stay over there and be stupid, so. Uh, But you know, when it gets down to that, you have to start thinking about what that is. And I've had people uh, actually come up and say, well, why don't you tell them what to do? Well, how would you like to have somebody (laughs) coming outside and telling you what to do? Well, that's pretty dumb. Ram, why don't you do this at your office? Yeah, I can see a lot would, of people would you listen, that, yeah. Would you listen to that advice? <laughs> no. So, you know, it's just dumb. So, you know, consolidation is a big thing that would end up making things a lot easier, too, because if you want to have some consistency, we have to know exactly what you have. And if you withhold two or three brokerage accounts from different brokers, and we're going to be a lead advisor for you, that's not helping you or us. Right. You know, and then we can't do anything for you if we don't know what that is, because we're only dealing with this uh, small fraction of what you have as far as investments. So we can't get a real a real good picture on that. So that stifles us. That hurts us from a regulatory standpoint. And then we're not doing a good job for you either. So I, I think um, in closing here, uh, what I'd just like to know is, uh, if you have questions, send those in. Uh, we can go into these regulatory issues uh, deeper. If you have other questions, if you have other things that uh, you've come in contact with, with some people, you know, uh, don't be afraid to, um, you know, send us an email, jcindy at lifestagesadvisory.com. And, um, you know, we'll get back to you. We'll we'll figure out um, if we can do another episode on something like that. Yeah, I mean, if we're also working on making some merchandise if people send us soon some emails oh, we'll send you a shirt yeah that's the other thing too once <laughs> we get this thing done we can have a uh, um, we'll start fulfilling some orders and seeing yeah. if we can be as <laughs> is, uh, is successful as some of these other people are out there with the merchandise uh, so uh, like I said before like us love us um Tell us what you think about everything. Uh, We hope you're enjoying uh, the podcast up to this point and beyond. And like I say, you have any other suggestions on whatever uh, topic is important to you, uh, just tell us, let let us get it out there, and uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks. See you.